Let's face it, living takes guts and living a full life takes a lot of guts. Igniting Courage podcast is the place you can come to get a blast of courage from real people who are clawing their way through life just like you are. We're going to talk about big courage and also little daily courage. You'll hear people's opinions on how to build courage and how to summon it when you would rather join the circus and never be heard from again. So welcome. I'm glad you had the guts to show up for this conversation. Hey, everybody, and thank you so much for joining me for Igniting Courage podcast. I saw a post on Facebook recently about a friend of mine, Dottie Galen, who was in this interview here. And her work with kids with cancer. She's a radiation technologist and she delivers radiation treatment to kids with cancer. And I said, you know what? I would love to hear some of the stories of courage, not only for you for working in a very difficult field, but some of the stories of the kids that come in and the parents that come in under these circumstances. It's a nightmare situation. And yet there is an incredible amount of courage and connection with those people. So I'm thrilled to invite you to listen to episode 73 with Dottie Galen. Enjoy. Well, thank you so much for being here, Dottie Galen. It's so great to talk to you again. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no, I, I, I was prompted by a Facebook post of yours regarding courage, and, and so we'll get to that in a minute. But you and I know each other because um, I used to work at the gym that you used to go to, and you were in my small group training group and uh took a lot of courage to come into that every day i tell you <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> we used to we used to bust you guys down and uh but it worked it was fun we had a great great yeah. group yeah so let me just start out with a little icebreaker what does courage mean to you i think courage is rounding up enough guts to do what you feel uncomfortable doing you don't get to kind of grow unless you push through those boundaries sometimes, I think. But it can be super uncomfortable to step out of that comfort zone. And so if you can make it past that barrier, I think that's courage. Yeah. And I like that definition because it brings in that discomfort piece. It wouldn't be courage if it was easy, right? Exactly. And I know that you've had some job transitions over the years that have required you to pull out some courage. Um, and yeah. your Facebook post was, uh, was pretty special, and it, it sort of just rung in my ears with, with courage. Um, you are a radiation tech at a hospital that treats kids with cancer, right? Yes. Tell me a little bit about that post and that little tattoo and, and what it's like to walk into work every day to treat kids that are, that are really, really sick. So when someone comes in, to see me, they already know that they have cancer. Um, many are already receiving chemo, and they come in to get their radiation treatments. And that's the part that I do. When we set patients up, we use different tools like lasers and measuring numbers and different ways, light fields, to kind of get them back in the same position they need to be in every day for treatment. And so we typically will tattoo their skin which seems a little crazy to say it, but really it's just a drop of ink on your skin and then just a little skin prick. So it's not like someone's breaking out a tattoo gun or anything crazy. Um, <laughs> a heart with a knife through it that says mom. Exactly. Like nothing crazy like that. But that's what goes through people's heads. You know, when you say tattoo, they're like, what? 
So it really is like at the end of the day like a freckle. Um, right. So we can spot them easily because we're used to looking at them. And then if they lose any of their stickers or any other drawings that we have on them, we can use those as a backup. And um, so the place I work now, it treats adults and children. So you kind of never know what's going to be thrown onto your schedule at any given week. And, you know, some patients are with you for a short time and some are there for several weeks. So you get to know them. But the post that you saw was specifically about a little girl who was just terrified to get the tattoo. She didn't like the sound of it. And so we offered for either me or another, um, she's actually a child life specialist, we said, do you want one of us to get one and you can watch so that she would understand better? And she said yes, and then she chose me. So I let her pick <laughs> the spot. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> so I let her pick the spot that I was going to do it, and I gave myself a little tattoo right in the back of my hand because that's where she chose. She still wasn't terribly happy, but at least she knew what to expect. So she mustered up the courage and let us do them the next appointment that she came in. It's not it's not an easy job, that's for sure, but it's something that kind of has to be done, you know, and somebody's got to do it. So Right. So, you know, that brings up a, a really cool point in that not only does your job take courage to walk in and, and help heal these people, but it's uncomfortable when you know people are super sick. But the story you just told about that little girl was you helping other people have courage. What other things, you know, when you're, when you're helping with treatment or when treatment's just starting, are you doing to kind of help bolster their courage? I think a lot of my job has to do with just reassurance. Um, you know, they kind of come in with this preconceived notion of what treatment's going to be like, and it's never as simple as what it really is. Uh, radiation treatment typically just involves you laying down on a really hard table and holding still. You can't feel anything or see anything or smell anything, but in their mind, some crazy beam is going to shoot out of the sky and they're going to glow in the dark, you know. Like, they kind of come <laughs> yeah. up with anything and everything that's far from what it actually is. So every day, you know, when you have that scared individual, whether they're an adult or a child, you just kind of have to try your best to reassure them that it's going to be okay and let them kind of know that it's okay. You understand that they're not really going to believe me right now, but hopefully when the first treatment's done, they can say, you know what, you were right. So I'm not really a big fan in kind of um, – buffing things up and saying you're not going to feel anything, in particular like those tattoos. I'm like, yes, you will feel it, but it's not going to be bad. You know, I don't ever like to lie to anyone. I try to tell them as truthfully but as calmly so that they realize it's not as scary as what they're creating in their head. Yeah. And, you know, it would be so easy because you're doing, I mean, these radiation treatments take less than 10 minutes, right? I mean, they're super quick. Oh, yeah, most right? of them are, the majority are, yes. There are some cases where things take a little longer, but they're special circumstances. But for the most part, they're in and out of my room in 15 minutes or less. So, so you'll very, see very a lot every day. Yes, yeah. The place I'm at and now is huge, and they have about five different machines. So yeah. each machine has 20 to 30 people on them, 
That's a lot of people coming into one place for cancer treatment. Well, yeah, and that's a lot of compassion on your part because with so many people coming in and out and in and out, it would be so easy for you to become really jaded and just like get on the table, just you know, because you're saying the same things and reassuring the same way over and over. Do you ever feel that way? I try not to be desensitized, but in a way, in order to work in this field, I feel like you almost have to have some barrier up to protect yourself mm -hmm. or else, you know, it kind of just takes a toll on you. You can't. Yeah. You have to know what you're there to do and be sympathetic to them, but not, not try to empathize so much that you kind of take over their feelings on yourself. Because you can't yeah. carry around every single patient's burdens with you every single day. You know, I have my own family to go home to. So right. it can be a little destructive in that manner if you do. Right. Well, and it's, it's a double-edged thing where you want to give that, what you say, give that sympathy and give, you know, clarify their expectations and ease their fear without taking it on and, and owning it for yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that probably takes some courage, too. Well, and it's the same thing with, like, a volunteer at an animal shelter not taking all the dogs home. You know, it's, it's having the courage right. to say, I'm doing what I can, and that's all I can do. Has that, right. have you found that that's taken some courage? You know, the way you worded that, it, thinks, it makes me think back to the point of when I did transfer to this job. I've been a therapist now for 14 years, um, but for 13 of them, I was at a facility where they only treated adults. And I left because I felt like I wasn't being challenged any longer. I kind of felt like there was nothing that was going to walk through that door that I hadn't seen or done before. And I didn't want to be finished learning yet. So um, when I decided to make the leap, it definitely took courage, not only to leave where I was comfortable but also know that I was going to be challenged with treating children for the first time in my 13-year career. So um, that was definitely something I had to kind of mull over and make sure that I was mentally prepared for what I was about to see because even during my training and clinical experience, I never once had to go anywhere where there were children. So having two young kids of my own at home, I was like, oh, my goodness, I just don't know if I can see this and then come home and still be an okay mom. You know, how does it not mess you up? But once you're in it, I think it almost makes it a little easier as a mom to know mm. what these kids might need to hear or see from you so that they know that it's okay to continue. And getting a couple extra freckles on your hands is one of those things, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, and has anything surprised you in the time that you've been there as far as, I mean, one of the things I think of when I think of kids with cancer is the courage to go through all this scary stuff. Has anything surprised you in your time there? I think I am surprised by, by the children themselves. Um, just seeing that the majority of them are just kind of, trying to move along, you know, just, okay, yeah. this is what I have to do. Um, but by the time they've gotten to me, they've already been through so much typically 
Um, you know, some have had surgeries already, and some have already been on chemo or started it a while back. Some have been hospitalized multiple times and been through who knows how many testings and things. So by the time they get to me, they're kind of like, okay, it's just another thing, which is hard for me to swallow because I'm like, you know, I know their, their diagnosis or I know maybe what their possible outcome is going to be and it's not always the best, but they still come in with a smile and, you know, give you a hug and are glad to see you. You get matching tattoos. Then, yes, exactly. <laughs> we get matching tattoos. <laughs> Whatever it takes. But yeah. it, does, um, it does kind of put a smile on your face when they smile, you know, so it makes yeah. it a little bit easier. What about what you've learned about yourself? in this as far as your courage? I mean, because you've taken a lot of steps as far as improving your job situation. And, you know, you got into this job not just getting out of the job you knew to a new one, but also this new having to treat kids. What have you learned about yourself? I've learned I'm a lot stronger-minded than I thought I was. Um, I had told myself for so many years that I would never be able to treat children, so that I would I was comfortable where I was at. I was never going to transfer anywhere that treated children because I just wouldn't be able to deal with it. But turns out I can. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy when you've told yourself, too, for so long that you just can't do something. And I'm like, oh, no, I could never. But you can. You just have to decide that you're willing to. Well, and you're making, nice. you're making a difference. You know, it's kind of cool to be able to be that one who's saying, hey, it's going to be okay. Here's what to expect. And having that control and making that experience a little less scary for them is, is kind of a cool control in this world of yucky diagnosis. I agree. Even when it comes yeah. to the adult portion, that's kind of my favorite part is at the end when you get a card from them that says, thank you for turning this you know, terribly scary time in my life into something that wasn't so bad that I got to come in and laugh with you every day, you know, so yeah. they kind of start to forget why, you know, they're coming every single day or at least it's not as much of a burden on their mind when they're coming when they know they're going to see that familiar face and have that conversation that we left off on yesterday. Yeah. But I remember when my dad was going through treatment for prostate cancer, he totally loved the radiation tech. He ended up taking <laughs> cookies when he was done, and he's like, I love them. They were always so fun and uplifting, and uh, so it's great that you're, you're carrying on that, that awesome <laughs> radiation tech joy that you're spreading. <laughs> we love cookies. <laughs> we love the cookies. <laughs> well, how do you think that the courage that you've built now – jumping into this new job, jumping into this thing you didn't think you could do. How do you think that courage that you've built because of that is going to help you in the future? I think I'm always going to have it in the back of my mind whenever I question myself, like, with any scenario, can, can I do this? And, well, yeah, you got through that, and you got through this, and you were able to cope with that, so why not? You know, it kind of makes you, once you break through that comfort zone, a really big comfort zone, um, I think it makes it a lot easier for the future to say, oh, you know, maybe it wouldn't be so scary to try something else. Or, you know, I think it kind of opens new doors for you 
because your mind isn't already shut off to, oh, I can't. So I kind of welcome the, the future. <laughs> well, and I, and I find that uh, there are several things throughout my younger life I'll never, I would say, I'll never, I could never run a marathon. I've done about 27 now. You know, as soon as you exactly. say, I'll never, you open that door and all of a sudden it's like, oh, crap, what can I do now? Um, and you exactly. are taking an international trip for the first time this fall. I am, and I never thought that was going to happen. Not because I didn't want it to, but just, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll probably never make it. <laughs> but I'm like, nope, let's just do it. So, yeah. we're going. That's awesome. London and Paris will be happy to have you in town. <laughs> I'm so, so excited So if you had it. any advice for somebody who was presented with an opportunity that they were excited about, but it had always rung in their head, I could never do that, I could never do that. What piece of advice would you give them for building the courage to take that step? Um, I know I'm on your podcast, but it sounds silly. I listened to your podcast before <laughs> I went in for my interview for like a couple oh, of weeks you. beforehand. I swear I did. I was like keeping up religiously for a good while. Too, and I was just like, you know what, like all of these people have really good points and you only live once, so if it doesn't work out and you don't get the job, then it's fine, but maybe if you do, it was meant to be and you can push yourself and just see what happens. So I would say listen to some encouraging words from friends, but also ask yourself why you've told yourself you can't because... Mm -hmm. If you can find a way to be honest with yourself and really get to the root of it, maybe you'll see that it's just fear and not really a true I can't moment. And fear is always something you can work through versus, say, like a physical impairment of some kind. You know what I mean? So, right. like, really figure out what the reason is that you've told yourself you can't. And if it's just because you're scared, that's not good enough to stop you. So. Yeah. I say go for it. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. And I love that point. You know, I mean, the fear is what stops us. It's what paralyzes us, right? And uh, yes, we got to find a way to jump beyond that. And, and one of the things I always say is we, we immediately think what could go wrong. But I love to say, okay, yeah, but what could go right? What exactly. happens if it doesn't go bad, which was obviously the case for you? It really was. And, um, you know, when I thought about, all the different reasons to go or not to go and, you know, oh, I'm so comfortable. I know all the people I work with. You know, what if no one there likes me <laughs> because I'm an overthinker. So, and then I <laughs> come out of it with some really great new friendships now. So, <laughs> so everything yeah. is kind of like um, just a really nice surprise, I think, and definitely awesome experience all the way around challenging but awesome yeah that's awesome i'm so excited for you and i'm so glad you took the leap i'm glad you listened to the podcast i mean whatever wherever you get your inspiration is is awesome um but Dottie, you know thank you so much for taking the time i know you're waiting for little carly to get out of dance class and yes awesome minutes. Her now. Uh, so I've... around a room i <laughs> <laughs> a little bun she's so cute <laughs> So thank you so much, thank for, you taking so much the time. for inviting me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I'll put a, a little, if it's okay with you, I'll put a 
connection to your social media in case people have questions about radiation tech or anything. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. If they got a kid going in for radiation or if they're going in and they need a little a little courage, uh, maybe uh, you can help them out. So, Dottie, thank that you so much awesome. for your time. No problem, Anne.